0: Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. I am Sykes and this is my podcast. Now, before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out last week's episode with my friend Tim Powell. If you're one of those people, I hope you enjoyed the conversation and thanks so much for coming back. But for those of you out there who are new to the show, welcome. Please feel free to make yourselves at home, and as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. Now, today, my friend Paul is on the show. Paul Thomas Zito. He is an electronic music producer, and who the fuck else better do I talk to than... Musicians. He's an awesome dude. He has put out an album. There's a link to it in the description. So check it out. We're going to talk about it. And uh, yeah, you know, I'm really rushing this intro because I'm on the way to get some $1 tacos. And that is more important than anything else in the world. Yeah. So fuck it. The conversation's coming right up. Sit back, relax, and let's start the motherfucking bait. I'm, I'm pretty not nitpicky when yeah. it comes to these things. Okay, cool. Some people... Fine. I was trying to get this... My one friend on here who runs sound at shows, he's like, mm-hmm. I hate podcasts because they're always like, the mics sound all bad and there's noise and stuff. Yeah. It's like, dude, it's a conversation. Yeah, like, you can't be too picky It's not podcast, a fucking right? Dave Matthews concert. <laughs> like, right. You're not listening to a Grateful Dead bootleg, you right. fuck. Like, just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God damn it. Just, yeah. There's people talking. What yeah. the fuck are you so stressed about? But yeah, he doesn't want to do it. He's a fucking fucker. Because of that, yeah. No, no, for other reasons. He's like a a notorious sound guy yeah. in the city. He's like mm-hmm. a you love or hate him kind of guy. Okay. I think he's fucking great. Yeah. I think he's a good dude. Yeah. Good at his job, funny as hell. I mm-hmm. love talking to him, but like, mm-hmm. doesn't want it to be on mic. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. He's afraid he's going to get himself in trouble. Yeah. Like, everybody already knows you're a dick. Let's right? just... <laughs>
1: Yeah Let's just get it out there yeah. It's fine Yeah you can't make things Any worse <laughs> Exactly any <other> you, Right <laughs>
0: Fuck man Yeah and also, it's like not many people are gonna listen to this, anyways.
1: Sure. Yeah. It's
0: like, what, what kind of ego does this guy have?
2: Right, Do you think everybody right, in the right. city is gonna
1: listen to this because yeah. he's on it? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm kind of pissed about this. And then gonna blog about it. Later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Did you hear on this episode? Yeah, like yeah. he's
0: gonna be in the fucking city paper. <laughs> right. Asshole, <of> the Pittsburgh <laughs> of the Pittsburgh
1: of the Pittsburgh. Is yeah, it. for yeah, all yeah. like
0: fucking seventy people listening right. to the podcast. Right. But anyways. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Paul. Yeah. Right. You. Just put out an album. And this isn't like an interview type of thing. So I'm not going to start grilling you on your album (laughs) or (laughs) questioning you about it. But that's how we met. Right. Yeah. Was through our mutual friend Justin Nixon, who has been on the show. Yeah. If you are listening to this, if you're one of the 10 people that listens to all the episodes, (laughs) Um, I met you through Justin. Yeah. And you do electronic music. Yeah which is cool because there's not many of us. I feel like there's a lot of people that make electronic
1: music, obviously. Right.
0: But I don't meet them very
1: often. You mean in Pittsburgh? Or yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I agree with you. Uh, I actually found someone on SoundCloud yesterday that was uh, an electronic musician based out of Pittsburgh. And uh, I like messaged him. And I was like, hey, man, how's it going? Like, I really like your stuff. His, his stuff was actually pretty good. And I was like, I really like your stuff. Like... I don't know too many people in Pittsburgh, and just like hasn't responded yet. Yeah. I'm like, Damn th- it! Okay, I guess maybe not.
0: I think electronic music really caters to the introvert. Yeah, that's you probably know, like, yeah. Like well, electronic can. music yeah. production, I should say. Yeah. Uh, my first band, air quotes, that I was ever in was mm-hmm. an electronic band. It was like a experimental noise drum yeah. and bass kind of thing. It was me and one other dude yeah. who also electronic music. I feel like I might have talked to you about this before. But Possibly. We're yeah. recording now, so fuck it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we had a project together and he knew some people that were in, like, this, like, local industrial noise electronic scene. Like, yeah. People with, like, laptops and shit just making noise. Like, mm-hmm. dude, like, and it was, it was neat. Yeah. Because it was like, wow, there's people doing this stuff in the city. And right. It was, I felt like I was part of a scene For maybe five minutes, Mm -hmm. until I realize that nobody wants to talk to you. And they're (laughs) all just totally fucking
1: weird. Yeah. I think maybe because it's it it almost kind of requires it, I think, a little bit. Maybe. For you to, like, kind of put your headphones on and, like, get in the groove. Um, But, yeah, they don't seem to be uh, out there. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I think that, like electronic music does cater to the introvert. And I'm a little bit of an introvert. Mm-hmm. I have like my time. You have, in that. Tendency, but so. I also like I think I have other things yeah. about me too. So yeah. let's see. How did you get into electronic music? Not necessarily making it, but Like enjoying in general. it
1: or, or, yeah. or well, I mean I kind of started uh with making it because I, I, Oh really? When I first was doing music it was like it was a hybrid between folk and electronic. Okay. I didn't really have much of a music identity, it was just like it was just, like, making What did
0: you shit. grow up listening
1: to? Um, uh, I, I'd say my biggest sort of, like, stepping stone is Radiohead, as like okay, as that is, but it's true. That's fine. Um, and, w- I mean, after I heard Eraser with Time York's yeah. album, I was like, holy shit, this is, like, I could do something like this. So yeah. that was probably the starting point okay. for Electronic for me. Uh, and I just sort of bounced around between Folk and Electronic for a while until I heard um, M83 when they came out with their... Uh, most recent album. The like, Hurry 2000- Up or Dreaming? Yeah, was that 2011 yeah. or something like that? That was like
0: 11 or 12, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, and I heard that, and I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. I'm making this. And then I made an EP of that, and then uh, like of the dream pop world. And ever since then, I've just been kind of hooked on the electronic music. Sure. It's just more fun to play with, I think. I like folk, but it's just, I don't get to, um, feel like there isn't as much for me to explore yeah. anymore. Yeah, it's, it's very...
0: Um natural like well, naturally is not the word i'm looking for we'll say it's it's a stripped down sense of music yeah right which so
1: is great like are, i like it for that yeah yeah yeah, know, totally but, but
0: it's also with electronic music there's a world of
1: oh it's so much exploration yeah you know yeah, and that's what i like it's just like i, I want to be able to like throw a pebble in the bond and just not know where it's gonna go and mm-hmm. you know where the ripples are gonna go because it's like you could sit and just fuck with the sound for like two hours and sometimes it's bad but like you could do that if you want and come up with something really cool yeah whereas like if you're making a folk song at least my experience was like you have your guitar I had some like handshakers and like you know a floor tom <laughs> in my room or sure. something like that you know kind of limited to the same five instruments over and over again so yeah I just like the yeah the I spark, mean you
0: know. there's a lot to be said if you're able to push the creativity of folk using yeah, its roots totally. because it takes yeah. a lot of work. Right. But right. also, I think that there's a a very overlooked part of electronic music by, like, people who aren't behind the curtain. Right, yeah. You don't really get... You don't gain that appreciation for it until you start making it.
1: Oh, I totally agree. Especially when um, you start thinking about, like, the way sounds are textured, you know? Yeah, you know,
0: you know that kind of is what happened with me in hip-hop, in mm-hmm. a weird way, mm-hmm. because... I started making, basically I started making electronic music through the necessity to create, Mm -hmm. but I wanted to make something, but I lived in an apartment and my family didn't have a lot of money, Yeah. but uh, there was a, a video game for PlayStation 1 called MTV's Music Generator. Yeah. And it ran, like, like Acid Pro or Fruity Loops. It was basically, nice. like, yeah. like, one of those programs, but for PlayStation. Okay. And you could, like... It had, like, preloaded loops, but you could also, like, pick samples and, like, sequence your own things. Yeah. And my friend had it, and at the time, I didn't really like hip-hop or electron I mean, I knew it was a thing. Yeah. But I just wanted to make music. I always wanted to make music more than anything else. I yeah, just never yeah. had any way to do it. Right. But then that came... And that existed, and I was like, I can make music, and then yeah. convinced my mom to spend, like, the 50 bucks on it, and I yeah, got it, and yeah. that fucking changed everything for me. Yeah,
1: so that's sort of, like, a, out of um, availability. Yeah, sort of thing, definitely. Which, like, I can totally just, relate to that, I just, just like, yeah. you can do it, because, like, you, all you need is, like, a c- computer and software, which, like, if you grew but up it, in our generation, you're probably going to have access to yeah. that, you know?
0: and it was neat, because around the time I started, like, realizing the sounds that I was making... And connecting that to, like, oh, like, this sounds like the sounds that are in that mindless self-indulgence stuff yeah, that I really like. Yeah, totally. And then, like, on the flip, like, oh, this sounds, like, ludicrous. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, like, horn samples in a beat, and I'm understanding, oh, this is how rap music is made. This is yeah. also how, like, Aphex Twin is made. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, whoa.
1: Your appreciation is just Yeah, yeah, just, it, like, totally.
0: and then I started... Digging into those styles of music more because once you understand mm-hmm. how it's made, you're. I don't know. You, once you feel like you know about something, mm-hmm. when like. It's like craft beer mm-hmm. in me. Like, once I started like getting into that, mm-hmm. now it's almost um, like, yeah, I want to try every craft beer yeah. possible. So yeah, now it's like, yeah. I want to listen to every
1: electronic yeah. style
0: of music possible.
1: Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I think uh, I had a similar experience, and sometimes I. I'm some sometimes I still float around like I want to be a little bit more um, singular at least in the music that I make. But uh, oftentimes I'm just like, oh, I want to make you know the spacey sort of like ambient yeah. stuff, or like, oh, I want to make this like you know yeah I mean that's dubstep-y.
0: definitely a problem yeah with me yeah because I yeah. I have like a few different projects I've done right over time right. And, and it's, it's like
1: you do do new moniker like is it all side yeah, project yeah. you know or like what is it yeah it's
0: hard you know I think that obviously it's your art right and you can do whatever the hell you want right absolutely but regardless of that statement there yeah. are limits of yeah. taste yes
1: i agree <laughs> yeah and an audience that you have
0: yeah. To keep in yeah yeah i mean yeah. it's for me it's i want to make something that i think is interesting totally you know yeah. um from like audience is never so much of a thing but then i guess in a way it is because mm-hmm. i try so hard especially with the hip-hop stuff mm-hmm. it's like I do not want to be classified as like rap rock. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, I grew up listening right. to that stuff. Like, I love Rage Against the Machine. I like the first Limp Bizkit album. Mm-hmm. Still, I don't give a shit. I grew yeah. up listening to that stuff. Yeah. So it's not like a problem. And I understand the comparison. It's like, yeah. I'm a white guy. There's a band, Limp Bizkit. Yeah, yeah. I get it. But I try so hard not to sound like that. And it like yeah. burns me.
2: When people <laughs> yeah. do. And it's yeah. like, I feel
0: like I'm. I mean, a, a couple years ago definitely when I was putting the band together mm. it was naturally sounded like rap rock like mm. it's like I don't know what else to do but now yeah. I feel like I've gotten to a point where it doesn't sound like rock at all yeah but there's a band but it's still like people's yeah. perception of it
1: that's kind of what I thought when you sent me the first two tracks that you sent me of uh, of the album it was just like I, I didn't I wasn't thinking of those terms of like oh this is like rock and rap put yeah. together it was just like there are guitars here doing things, and, like, it was just, like, all, a whole bunch of elements making something sort of dynamic that I really liked. Didn't really feel like it had a sort of, like, genre tag to it. Yeah. Which I think it was, That's good. Yeah, right. It was probably what you want. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Mission accomplished, I guess. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. The um, So, exploring electronic music and getting into production mm-hmm. and things like that, Um, how has, cause how long have you been producing music?
1: Um, like my like songs, my own songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I've been making my own songs since I was like fifteen or sixteen. So that's 11, 10 or eleven. Okay, years now. cool. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. yeah, like, when did that. you
0: start like recording your own stuff? Like around the same time. Around the same time. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: I like as soon as I heard uh, the first thing that I started making was some sort of like acoustic thing. I heard like Sufjan Stevens or something. Sure. I like, oh, I could do this. You know. Yeah. And then I started doing that. And then electronic didn't really become, like, a, a strong staple till I was, like, 18. Or how 18, did
0: how did that happen, though?
1: What? Like, the electronic thing, like, was it... I think it was the eraser, I'm pretty okay, sure. I okay, don't know yeah. if I'm just, like, attributing okay, it to that, yeah, yeah. but I'm pretty sure that when I heard that album, uh, it kind of opened up a door in my brain, because the sounds he was using was very, um, uh, like, I could hear them, like, if I, like... Punched a wall or something like that could be the bass or something yeah that's when it started clicking i was like oh all these sounds are like snaps and like taps on things Uh i could totally just take a microphone and then like you know cut it into my stupid sony acid program
0: there's a uh, really cool interview that i i watched with bjork some years ago oh yeah um she was talking about when she recorded her vespertine album Mm -hmm. if you're familiar with the album yeah um how they like spent X amount of time just finding, like, all these different sounds, like, the tiniest, prettiest sounds that they could use and, like, just built this huge sample bank that Mm -hmm. they built the album from. Yeah. And I saw that probably... Like, right at the curve, when I was just getting, like, super into music production, Mm -hmm. like, I had already been, like, fucking around with the PlayStation for a little bit, but then, like, I got a computer, and I had, like, a beat machine, and it was starting to, like, take that next level, and I was, like, learning more, and hearing that shit, I was like, whoa. (laughs)
1: Like,
0: yeah, that album fucked me up, like, in the best way possible.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. I like her stuff. It's it's a little hit or miss for me for most of the time, but sure. I, I, I like her stuff. Yeah, I mean
0: she she's had her ups and downs, but yeah. that that album in particular definitely. That's like it's so cliche to be like it changed the way I looked at music, <laughs> yeah, bro. I know. But one hundred percent, that album right. completely changed the way I looked yeah. at music. Like we're talking, I was probably like just about to graduate high school, mm. still like super into. Cradle of Filth and all that, which I still love that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. metal and all this, like. And then that album was like the complete polar opposite. Right. But it was electronic. The music was so different. The technique was so yeah. weird. And yeah. it was like so passionate and genuine. So minimal. I think that like yeah. that's what really blew my mind was how huge it sounded. But mm. while being so minimal and small. Yeah. Coming from someone that was listening to like black metal or death metal like crazy mm. over the top just loud like, ah, yeah, like the yeah. complete opposite yeah and just being floored by it yeah i think
1: eraser was similar for uh for that reason too at least for me it's just that all the, all the sounds are very simple yeah. yeah but like he achieved this sort of like larger than life feel which is like oh man does that mean i can do that too because that'd be tough <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah so now We'll say now
0: that it's been you've been doing stuff for like eleven years yeah. or whatever like that. Um, is it hard for you to now that you've kinda gotten into electronic music and production, mm-hmm. is it hard for you to maybe listen to some stuff now? Because like do you have that like feeling that you're too much behind the curtain and you start sure. to analyze things too much and you can't just like
1: just enjoy for what it yeah. is, kind of thing. Yeah, I I feel like that's uh, sort of the plight of anybody who gets really deep into the creative field, like for whatever it is. So I mean, I would have that same experience with like working on movies or anything. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's there's sometimes where I'll hear uh, a production that I like for the most part, or from an artist that I like, and be like, "Oh man, that hi hat! You really could have done something much better with that." Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just like I don't need to think that it doesn't. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, you it's know, still that, a really good track.
0: That's, that's a funny thing, uh going back to M eighty three. a dude that sometimes he nails it. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, dude, why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like on yeah. Hurry Up, that fucking song with the kid talking about the frog and oh, shit. Yeah. That I don't know why. But that is like nails on a chalkboard. Is for it me. really? That's I don't know why that's, that's one, one of my fucking, favorite like, ones actually. I <laughs> hate it. I don't know <laughs> why. Almost... That
1: like narrative yeah. on that, I yeah, yeah, hate yeah. it. Yeah.
0: So bad.
1: Yeah. I don't fun. know why. Yeah. I, and just, then, like, I just love the idea of a kid talking about tripping on uh, a frogs. venom. It's just it's so funny to me. It? Uh, I don't know. It just bothers me.
0: <laughs> and then, like, at the beginning of that album, like, the carry-on, yeah, it's so yeah, abrasive. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, yeah. chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chill. <laughs> but I, I, like ima- I like it a lot. Yeah. The Saturday's Youth is, like...
1: Oh, it's... <laughs> it's so good. Perfect. That yeah. album is perfect. Yeah, I agree. I totally,
0: uh... My biggest, uh, M83, like, absorption was, mm-hmm. like, those, like, 80s Tom sounds that he oh, loves using. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, like, I've tried to replicate uh, that ever since. And sometimes I'm, like,
1: oh, I'm being way too m Yeah. Right we now, did
0: it but. a couple, on a couple songs on the Sykes album. Yeah. But, I mean, my music is, like, not dancing no, at I all, think... so it pulls through, but, like, because yeah. Joey has the electronic pad, and I was, like, dude, right. do you have these sounds? He's, like, yeah. yeah. I was, like, we're finding a way to use this, so and <laughs> yeah. I think we got it into two songs. Yeah, yeah. So I was super stoked, yeah. but... Oh man. Yeah. It feels so good, the reverb on the Tom's just like doom doom. Yeah.
2: Like, oh. But
0: even even yeah, even on uh fuck like on uh on Midnight City. Yeah. I mean the melody's dope. Yeah. But what makes that track is a, dum, dum, oh, dum, just like it's just like out of, that little
1: just ah oh, Yeah. I love it. That and the um uh I remember I went to see him at uh Carnegie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh and they're playing the song and the song is wrapping up and then the the jazz player runs out on stage and, like, does the jazz line. No you know? shit! And we just, like, everybody lost it. Lost <laughs> the, and, like, the feeling that I get from that line, that solo from the, oh, yeah. from the jazz player is the, oh, what is that, the saxophone. Uh, yeah. It's just, like, it's so good. It, it, it's it's like you're flying, you know? uh uh-huh. It's magical. Uh, I love it. Yeah. That's a, a very, yeah very
0: good, like, that music puts you in, like, a a place. Like, it it, yeah. it takes you somewhere else. Yeah, it does. Yeah, you're kind it, of in another world. It's really, really... Right. I mean, when he me, watches music videos, too, they're very much like it's, that, too. It's yeah. otherworldly. So, so, it's so weird, because there's nothing even, like... I don't know. I think that either you get it or you don't. Yeah. That's the weird kind of right. thing. So I'm sure there's a, a very large demographic of people you could play it for, and they're yeah. just like, I don't, I don't
1: get it. Yeah. Well, I think he has a sort of foot in... In, like, a, a relatability, like, the in the 80s sort of genre. Yeah, yeah. But he also puts it in this sort of, like, well, like another world or whatever. And I'm always drawn to those kinds of things, those kind of albums that are like, okay, here's, like, the genre or whatever. And then I'm also introducing, like, this whole feel and atmosphere that you might not be used to. It sort of, like, forces you to, like, exist, I don't know, uh-huh. like, an, almost in another realm or something. Yeah, like that. I think
0: that, that probably some of that, do you think, is related to, because I know something we'll get into is, like, how you do stuff for like, scores and yeah. working with movies and things like yeah, that. Yeah. So do you think that that, like, attributes to that? like Probably, yeah. Like, you're, up, like, that mental locking in for something. It's like, sometimes, like, I'll hear a song and be like, oh, this looks like a scene in a movie because yeah. I'm really into movies right. and I'm really into, like, the scores for movies and yeah. how those are combined and yeah. how powerful that can be.
2: Yeah,
1: I think so. so. I've always associated uh, like just sounds with colors. A okay. lot of my head will like just ha- they'll just happen, not even on purpose. They'll just happen. Um, so I think that's part of it too. Is like whenever I he- hear uh, like M83 or something, it's like it's it's kind of the obvious sort of like very like purpley like space pastels. Pastels, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, like all those kind of things, and it's just like I, I just like my head being in that space. And then whenever I work on um, Whenever I like see something that I'm going to score, since I, for your audience, I work for visual things. I make music for visuals. Yeah, <laughs> um, like it's, sometimes it's movies, sometimes it's just like ads or whatever. Yeah, but, um, but still, like you see something, you see like a like a like a color palette or just an atmosphere, and it evokes certain elements. You know, sure. certain like musical tones come to mind whenever I when I receive. So I I think they kind of are interchangeable. Yeah. Is
0: there any style of music that you haven't had the opportunity to dive into that you would like to?
1: That I would like to. Um, I keep trying to uh, write a, a hip hop song actually. Okay. Like I had a couple of people who rap who were interested and then they like lost contact or whatever. Okay. Um, and I have I, I haven't been pursuing that recently just because i've been doing other things but i really want to see if i can do it we should we should make that happen we probably should i mean i'm talking to you yeah so yeah we can make it happen you're now my only uh, <laughs> i now am now contact. i'm now the rapper that yeah, you have. yeah exactly yeah <laughs> yeah no that really interested me i didn't like hip-hop for a long time until um uh jay-z's magna carta okay and that sort of uh showed me what production for hip-hop can be sure i was mostly drawn to um What's his name? Do you know the producer Mm-mm. for that? Um,
0: I don't... I mean, I, I probably know the... If uh, you say Tim- that... Timbaland? Timbaland. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, so Timbaland yeah. did that stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah. And it just sort of, like... It really blew my mind. Yeah, you like, know, oh, it's, man,
0: you know what's actually years. really funny was Timbaland was one of the first hip-hop producers that I was really drawn to, too. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. Um, primarily the stuff that he did with Aaliyah. Okay. Like in the early... not Like, mid-90s, late-90s, maybe, okay. if you're familiar with any of that stuff. It mm-hmm. was like a... Very big. If yeah. you heard the songs, but, like... It was just these really interesting loops in rhythms. Mm. It was just like,
1: yeah, his I loops are really
0: interesting. It, it, I like him a lot. I I don't know. It's yeah. just really really awesome. And I know that whenever I first got into doing like what were like the the beginnings of my hip hop production, mm-hmm. the like my like set of rhythm was based off of like how Timbaland would yeah. structure a beat. Yeah, yeah. You know, I feel like. You know, maybe, like, when a drummer starts playing drums, like, there's, like, either, like, oh, I'm a punk drummer, so I'm going to do, like, the dip. Yeah. Or, like, I'm a jazz drummer, so it's, like, You know? Yeah. So, in my head, I'm thinking, like, I want to do a timbaland beat. Yeah, So it's, yeah. like, all these, like, really, like, sharp, boomy, mm-hmm. like, uh, kick drum sounds, and then, like, mm. rim hits, like, out the ass. Like, you just yeah. have, like, so many just, like, rim shots instead of snares. Yeah, yeah. And things like that. So that was, like, I was, like biting that a whole, whole lot mm-hmm. in my early days. Yeah.
1: Has he... I don't really know his evolution very much. Do you uh, think he still does that kind of stuff?
0: No, you know, he really doesn't, and he kind of bums me out
1: <laughs> Yeah, really?
0: Yeah, I think that... I've read some interviews with him, and I think he kind of has this, like, old, jaded, sort of irrelevant
2: hmm. thing. Hmm.
0: Um, for a while... The last really good stuff that he did was the stuff that he did with Justin Timberlake.
1: Yeah, which was, like, the same year, like, pretty close to Jay-Z's, too, right?
0: Probably. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he started to, like, kind of get into this, like, more club-based stuff. Okay. And, I don't know, I think he was just trying to keep up with the times. Yeah. And Which is understandable, I suppose, yeah. as a musician. Did he produce the second one of... Uh, the, the future sex love sounds yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, no of uh, 2020
0: no that was actually that was his third album
1: okay gotcha
0: yeah. I don't know I think he might have had something to do with it I'm sure he did I'm not yeah. sure um, yeah I didn't I, I lost yeah. track to yeah. be completely honest right. yeah. I can't keep up with everything but yeah yeah. yeah. The um. so yeah Timberlake definitely was yeah. like my first sort of whoa this is cool yeah want to get into this yeah the, um, so, outside of, um,
2: music,
1: mm-hmm. the hell are you into? Uh, yeah, good question. Uh, what what, what kind of stuff? Like, more creative stuff? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Um, well, well, good thing, good place to start, probably animation. I do a lot of animating. There we go, we should uh, talk about that. We should talk about that. Uh, <coughs> that's, uh... Now, where the, the
0: fuck did that come from?
1: That came from... Uh, watching fantastic mr. Fox okay I was like 20 yeah uh, I knew that I wanted to do some kind of animation and again similar to the uh, what got me into electronic music was just like I can do this because I have the capabilities yeah was like stop-motion I had like a Lego set and could make a paper mache moonscape, you know, and borrow my buddy's camera. So it was like, okay, that's how I can make animation. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know how to do like computer animation or anything like that and I didn't know what software I would need. But uh I knew that I could like take a picture and move elements. Um, so I just started making these like short little animations. Uh and then after I moved to Pittsburgh, that's when I was in Michigan. Uh and then after I moved to Pittsburgh I was making a music video for a friend, and while I was doing that, I was like talking about it to my friend Tim, who had me do uh, a stop-motion like, chalkboard animation okay. for uh, this college that he started. And I don't know if you heard of Saxifrage College. Uh-uh. Um, uh, it's like a grassroots college that he's starting. But anyways, he, okay. had me, he had me make that, and then this company, Mothlight, saw that I did that, uh, and they hired me to do this like sand animation where it's like planes of glass, like four planes of glass and you have like sand that you're pushing around. Oh weird. Yeah. Camera shooting down. So you have like these dimensions. Uh, And so I did that for them. And then I overheard someone at Big Dog Coffee talking about stop motion. We started talking. That was Justin Nixon. That's how (laughs) how we became friends. Okay. And also music, too. So we just... uh, I think I was playing MD 3 actually. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, So we became friends. And then once we started working on movies together, we were talking about wanting to do an animation. And then we just started... Once Better Life came to the table, we started working on that. And we've been animating that for, like, two or three years or something like that. So, yeah. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So it seems like a lot of this stuff that
0: you're into now creatively Mm -hmm. happened, like in later years. Yeah. In your life.
1: Definitely. Which is
0: pretty neat. Yeah. Um, what was like your childhood like? What were you into as like
1: young Paul? I young Paul young Paul played a lot of hockey. Okay. Uh yeah, he I mean he he went to school and played hockey pretty much. There wasn't I don't know if there's anything really remarkable going on those times. I mean I grew up in a very um uh like Christian conservative household. Okay. So a lot of my time was spent going to like youth group stuff and about okay. Extra, extra Friday night sure. meetings and stuff Sure, like sure,
0: that. sure, sure. Um, so is that stuff stuck with you?
1: No, no, no. no, no. I, um, what about your family?
0: Still, um, still
1: into for it? For the most part. I mean, my parents are. Um, I know my younger You've... brother is. But oh, I, I was going to ask you if you had siblings. Yeah, I have, three, I have three brothers. Um, My oldest brother, Jason, uh, is no longer part of it. Uh, my brother, Jonathan, I'm not really-ish. I'm not really sure. Sure. We haven't talked about it in a while. Uh, but yeah, but mostly uh, me and my brother Jason haven't haven't been to that side in a while. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, I haven't thought a reverent thought in many, <laughs> many years. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, childhood was mostly like a lot of a lot of that stuff and a lot of hockey. Uh, <clears throat> and then, well, my dad is very musical. He makes um, he makes albums like acoustic. Okay. Like uh, you know Phil Keggy No. Uh, it's just like acoustic guitar plucking. Uh, okay. It's very very good. Uh, and so my dad. Made like a Christmas album, and he's done a couple other things. <laughs> no, shit! So yeah, it's pretty cool. So I just kind of grew up around music. Okay,
0: so is that how like you got into like the folk, more folk stuff? Kind
1: of so, um, like that was like yeah, I think it was. I mean, my brother Jason uh, makes music as well. Okay, and he's he was more into like the. Is the, he older uh, or younger? Older. He's thirty. Okay, what I kind think? of stuff was he doing? Um. At the time, when I was first starting off, at the time, he was into some, like, kind of harder stuff. But he's, he's gone through a lot of musical identity crises as well. Um, okay. But he's the one who got me really into Radiohead. Okay. And he, like, when I was first doing music, I started with the drums of the yeah. first instrument. And he made me, like, a mix tape of, like, 10, 15 songs that were, like, really, really cool beats. So i just sit with my headphones and uh-huh. try to learn those beats and everything. Uh, so that was definitely a big influence on me for sure. Is he still doing yeah. music? Yeah, he is. Um, he produced the album that I made, so like oh, I, really? I would use him for like every time I sort of like lost my mind, you know, got oh, too, cool. too wall blind, I would send him the track and he'd, uh, you know, kind of guide me. It actually worked really well. We have very similar tastes cool um, like directionally so he'll say something that like like something like a you know when a problem is nagging you like yeah you, you know you're listening to something you're like i don't like this and i don't know why you know i could just send it to jason and he'll be like because of this and I'd be like you're right <laughs> of course sure i don't know why i didn't think of that i just needed you to tell me uh-huh. that um so our relationship has been really good that way so he's working on music now and it's the real reversal kind of thing where you know he's made something and he'll send it to me he will be like you need to do this and be like oh yeah totally you know
0: so, That's super, super awesome. Yeah. So how long did uh, Motives take you
1: to um, make? So it was kind of an experiment. So what happened was uh, I was talking to my friends at a party, at a birthday party, uh, like, outside, and it was a bonfire. And I, I was just, like, bullshitting, saying, like, you know, I don't know, I really want to make an album. I haven't made an album in a long time. I think, you know, if I didn't have to take client work, I could probably do it in, like, two months. It was just, like, what I said. Yeah. And then... uh uh, he was like, "Well, how much money do you think I need?" And I said X, you know. And he's like, "Well, what if I funded you?" And I was like, "Don't fuck with me, man." <laughs> and uh, he was serious, so we got together the next day and like, like, wrote out a contract or whatever, like a sort huh. of like what we wanted to do. So the idea was to like write and record it all in two months, and then take the next like, however, a like couple of months in my free time. Because I'd have to take client work again to yeah. support myself um, in my free time to like mix it and like, do tweaking and everything like that. So those, so I, from October twentieth to December twentieth, I just like hungered down and made. What I did was I made fourteen like sketch tracks yeah. um, that were all like thirty seconds to a minute long, and then I axed. Five of them. Okay. And I had nine. Yeah. Um, and so I have like the cream of the crop, and I worked on those. And then as I developed them, there's one that was like oh, that doesn't really fit, so I got rid of that one too. So it became the eight tracks that it is now. So yeah, that was more or less the process. It was weird. interesting. It was yeah, it was weird, but it it was uh it was a really good experience. I wouldn't do it again because it was like super stressful. Yeah,
0: I, I don't know if I could put myself in that position too. Yeah. I'm very much. I, try, I never sit down like today, I'm mm-hmm. gonna do something. Yeah. It's, you know, because the best stuff that happens is when I have a to do list that's through the roof, mm-hmm. but all I have, all I wanna do is do work on this idea. Yeah, so totally. I'll like, completely yeah. blow everything else off because I have this yeah. rush of creativity. Yeah. In the long run, it's worth it. Like I might yeah. like, kick myself later that night because like, yeah. oh, I didn't fucking do laundry or yeah, oh, this or that bullshit. But yeah, so I just kind of wait for those moments
2: for the, and for then the pause. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah I have, I I love those moments too. Those are great when like the inspiration is really striking. Uh, I think though having to do like uh, client work, like scores for other people, has sort of given me this like other side of my brain that like I like have this objective and I have to. Yeah. Complete it. So it's like, uh, I don't know, it's a, it's a different way to approach music that I didn't used to yeah. do. And so it's kind of given myself another set of tools. For yeah, that,
0: I, you know. I have a hard time doing creative things for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, I've produced beats for other rappers in the past. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's very painless because the person knows what I do. Yeah. You know, and they want my style yeah and then it works out great because it's easy for me you know yeah yeah. who's better doing what i do than me because i do my thing right but sometimes people will come to you um with an idea and it's just completely outside of your element yeah and i've had the same issue because i've done graphic design for bands and it's look i have a style and if you want what i do i could do it good for you right but otherwise it's just not right or I, mean, I can imagine like some like a tattoo artist might have this issue too. Yeah, where you know they're like a like a traditional style tattooer, and somebody comes to him like, "I want a portrait of like the Queen Alien on my leg." It's like yeah. I can't do that. That's right. too creepy. right. Wrong guy. Right. Yeah. Um. So, do you come across that at all when people kind of present you with ideas that might be outside of your comfort zone? And like, uh, how do you react to
1: it? Sometimes. I mean, I I like. Playing in a lot of genres, I don't know, it, it depends. Like, there's um, there's been a couple instances where I've made a track, made a couple tracks where, like, I, I, I don't really like the genre of music very much. But at the same time, I got to learn something, so it was interesting for that purpose. Um, I don't know, I didn't feel, I didn't feel like I was, uh, like, I don't know, it, it wasn't out of my elements too much, it just wasn't... Uh,
0: let you really, you're not passionate about yeah, it Yeah
1: I wasn't passionate about it I was just doing it because Either I was getting paid for it Or really that's the only reason Sure, <laughs> you sure, know? sure. So I mean I'd rather do that Than like you know Do any other kind of boring work if It has to be work that I don't like I'd rather it be that Do you, you know?
0: find it um, Do you find it hard At the end of the day Like at the end of your work day mm-hmm. You're done working for other people To mm-hmm. go and like work
1: on your own stuff if it's the same uh, creative field. So, like, I could work on music for someone else and then go animate, yeah. you know, battery life and beat. That'd be totally Yeah, content. I guess I was thinking more but like... But if it's yeah, if it's in the same realm and I feel like I've spent my creative juices and mm-hmm. it's just like, man, I, I really don't want to sit down yeah. and do whatever. Uh, but other times there would be random, like, inspiration where it's what you were saying. Like, I'm working on a beat for a client. But, like, in my head, I have this track that I wrote last night. I'm just like, that is the only thing I want to work on Sure, right now. sure. I can get kind of annoying. But
0: I was producing people for a while, just mm-hmm. uh, recording rappers out of my, a place that I used to live. Yeah. And it was cool. Yeah. I liked the, the idea of, like, this is what I'm doing to support myself. Yeah. But I also hated it, like, at the end of a six, seven-hour session. Yeah. It's like okay, like I want to work on my stuff, and right. then I just like look at the computer, and I'm like, uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, bummer, yeah, all your energy is spent, uh-huh. yeah,
0: totally, yeah. It's yeah, because I I could never just be the the guy who was like okay, good, whatever. I always mm-hmm. felt like I if I was recording somebody, I was like responsible for making it the best sure. song possible. Sure. So I'm like, do you think that's yeah.
1: because like you're putting your name on it, kind of thing?
0: I think it's because I just care. Yeah. Like I Like I want people to. If I'm like, if I'm doing this, I want it to be cool. Yeah. I mean, right? I think Absolutely. I'm a part of it. Yeah. And I want it to be good. Yeah. And it's not so much that my name's on it or like a reputation thing. It's more just right. that we're doing this, and if we're doing it, I want it to be good. Right. And I'm kind of like that, probably in any sort of stupid yeah. situation. It's more
1: enjoyable that way. Yeah. Like you want to enjoy the things you make. You know. Yeah.
0: And it's, it's a really good learning experience, too. Sure. You know, it's just just sit there, hit, click, record, yeah. uh, whatever, yeah. whatever. Like, that's
2: yeah,
1: that's a dragon. Right.
0: You're not helping out the person at all that you're right.
1: recording. Right. Yeah, when you take all that out and you're just the raw mechanics of what yeah. you have to do, it's not as much fun. I
0: think I, I built, like, a, a pretty big client base really quickly because mm-hmm. of... Like I think a lot of rappers I was doing were so used to either mm-hmm. somebody that wasn't very experienced or just didn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. And yeah. at the time, I'm like, yeah, like, let's do it. I got this idea. Like, yeah, people would blow my mind. Like, I would blow people's heads. Like, like, yeah, let's add this delay on this part here. And they're mm-hmm. like, wow, this is sick. I was <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it is.
1: Like, sweet. Yeah, yeah. It was cool. Yeah, yeah. plus um, they can feel when you're getting pumped. Yeah, something too. But then
0: know. it's still like draining. Yeah, I mean.
1: totally. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, but now I do so much of my own projects, I can't even keep up with those anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's a bummer because I want to collaborate with people more. Mm-hmm. Like, just do, like, I think I might, I, I always say I'm going to try to get into this, just, like, collaborating more, just, like, one or two songs, just yeah. for things to do. So it's yeah, like, I know so yeah. many people who do music, it's like, yeah. I want to, work with them, but yeah. for me, it's every time I do a project, it's, like, this grand fucking thing. Like right. It needs to be a
1: whole album. Right. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, because as soon as you start, you're like, oh, my God, I could do this, oh, I could do this, yeah. and then before you know you're like, think. I mean, I
0: come from, we're living in an, uh, a generation now where, like, the album doesn't matter as much. It's mm-hmm. all about, like, the single or the song mm-hmm. with iTunes and YouTube, mm-hmm. people aren't used to having, like, a physical album anymore, mm-hmm. or something that you really listen to front to back but yeah when I grew up it was I'm gonna go to the store I'm gonna buy the CD I'm buying an album
2: yeah you yeah, know like yeah. I love
0: like the artwork there's a whole you know it's like it's a whole thing yeah, It's a, right one package right, it's a right. I love that concept right. the idea of just putting out like one single on yeah. YouTube or something it's it isn't connected with anything. It's just like yeah. ah, like here's a new song, here's a yeah. new song, and that's what a lot of rappers do now. And yeah. it, I mean, all you need is one song. The album right. is completely irrelevant. Mm. But I still love the concept of the album.
1: Yeah, I think I'll probably always try to make something that's uh, album or like you know large enough to to feel like yeah. an album. I uh, I don't know. There, I feel like it might be morphing too a little bit because there are certain artists that I really respect a lot that make albums in a way that's that's less like maybe what you're thinking about, but more of a sort of, um, like, it's almost like one big song, or one cohesive experience, you know? Um, That's kind of caught my attention more than trying to make, like, the albums that I grew up listening to. Like, I want to make something that's like, you put it on and you're like, you're in this mood until it's over, basically.
0: I mean, I definitely, whenever I make an album, I like to... I'm, like, a big stickler for track order.
1: Yeah, And having,
0: like, a a cohesive sort of vibe to the album. I mean, it it could dip. Right. But you kind of want the same sort of... Like, it's a complete...
2: Yeah.
0: It's a complete story.
1: Right. You know, I want it
0: to be a a thing, not just, like, a collection of songs.
1: Yeah, totally. Because,
0: I mean, like, there are some artists who will drop a single, like, every month, every other month or whatever, and it helps maintain the relevance <laughs> that you need in like the digital age right. where everything is so temporary it's right. almost better to just release one song because that's all anybody's gonna have the time to listen to anyways right. and if you could just do that every other month you might mm-hmm. be able to keep more momentum instead of not doing anything for a year yeah and then right. dropping eight songs at right. once right and you know you just you know blew it
1: yeah yeah so
0: it's it's hard finding a way to balance yeah. that. Yeah,
1: and I was wondering too if there's um, like almost a audience threshold too, because if you had you know a regular audience, then you could start working on the album. So maybe to build up to that, you yeah. have to do like sort of a single.
0: What episode. I'm noticing is it's really easy to get distracted. Well, not distracted. It's really easy to lose. Uh, I don't know exactly how I want to word this. Okay. So work with me. All right. <laughs> but. You spend so much time with your your album. Mm-hmm. Let's say, like, Motives. Mm-hmm. I mean, you worked on it for X amount of time mm-hmm. listening to it over and over and over again, and it's yeah. burned out to you. Yeah. And it's so easy to think that, like, everybody else has heard it. Right. But nobody has heard it. Right. And it's always going to be, like, new to mm-hmm. those people. Right. You know, there's fucking people that I'm, going back to the internet, that I'm, like, online friends with mm-hmm. that... Like my posts And interact with me And see shit that I post I, When we talk yeah. And then I'll be in person And it's like Oh, like you're still doing The psych stuff?
2: <laughs> yes <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I am
0: Like, oh, cool Like, how's that going? Like, I have a band now Yeah Like, no way Like, yeah You liked the status For, like, for like two yeah. years <laughs> I've had a band Right And people just have No fucking idea Like, yeah. oh, you, do, you you doing stuff? Like, you yeah. put out anything? Like, yes Yeah I've been putting out A lot of stuff Yeah And some people just don't pay attention to it yeah. like they like some things or like they just kind of hit like to like it right. I don't know what, what the, the fuck it is <laughs> yeah, right. but there are people that just don't know and yeah. I think the last time we hung out I was telling you about that uh, realization that you can't post too much Yeah, versus right. uh, no, I've been thinking about that. It not not wanting to be it. like the guy that posts too much Right. it's right. like becoming it's more and more now. it's yeah. becoming more and more true because yeah. I'm just like really talking to people as much as I can and yeah. Just bringing it up, just yeah. being the guy that says, hey, I'm doing stuff. And they're yeah. like, oh, like, I had no idea. Yeah,
1: right. You know? no, not like, they don't, like, roll their eyes and be like, yeah, I know. They're yeah. Like, they legitimately have no idea. Yeah, they like, just, what? yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. oh, my <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah.
0: Like, if I fucking, like.
1: If, no, but even your post, what did you say yesterday on Facebook? Oh, about uh, like to, uh, 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 trying, trying to people, wake up a dead body. Yeah, yeah. Trying to get people to listen to your music is like trying to wake up a dead body. Yeah. It feels like that sometimes. you just like, you 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 just don't know what else to say. And some people are still like, "Oh, I had no idea that you even did that." You're like, "Oh man, I don't know how else to get this out there. It's like, crazy. how do you shout loud enough sometimes?" And the to get thing hurt?
0: that kills me too is that whenever more recently, when people actually listen to this stuff. It's, like, a genuine, like, whoa, this is, like, really cool, and this is different. Right, like, this and then they actually really like it,
2: yeah. And it's, yeah.
0: like, shit. I know that, like, what I have is a good product.
2: Right. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. not the best thing in yeah, the world. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm not, yeah. like, I don't have some, like, Kanye thing. Right, 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 But I know that what I'm doing is good. Yeah. It's good. It's good, yeah, it's good yeah, enough. Yeah. yeah. And I work my ass off. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And
0: why... Why, like what how, else? How do I get yeah. people to just fucking listen to I it? I know.
1: Dude, I know.
0: <laughs> how? I feel
1: your pain. I it's really do. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's discouraging. It's very discouraging. I mean, it
0: just makes me push hard, like harder. Yeah, like, ultimately, I, I get
1: like a little pouty. I mean, that's why, then, Like, And then I I'm get back like, to it. Like
0: getting all these fucking records pressed. And it's like, well, this shit is going to. I'm going to have to get rid of it.
2: Yeah, right. You know, if right. I'm doing this. Yeah. Like
0: push like if i wasn't doing this crowdfunding thing and every day having like a percentage of how well i'm doing Mm -hmm. it's sort of like a how hard are you working brian right (laughs) Right. like oh you still got 30 percent to go yeah you got to keep going don't uh like just don't get uh like fuck i'm losing like i'm not good with my words today (laughs) that's all right but uh you know you don't want to get um like you should never be satisfied Or you don't want to get comfortable or just like... Complacent or... Complacent. Like, just keep pushing. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm, like... It's like pushing me out of my comfort zone. Right. But at the same time, I'm like getting results. Right. And more and more people are like starting to interact. Right. So it's working. Right. Maybe there's a couple people I'm annoying, but like if those people aren't going to support me anyways or Mm. be into what I'm doing and, like, we're not friends, like... Right. Why... Then it doesn't really why matter. Why do I care? Like, yeah. why... I think as... I don't know. Humans in general, more recently, seem to have this weird fascination with needing to impress people that they don't even like. <laughs> or that, like, people... <laughs> you know, do you know what I'm saying? Like, like I... Sure. I don't know.
1: What, what, what do you mean, like, in what... Like,
0: uh... Name? Like, for, like, for, like, uh, for me, we'll say, uh, oh, like, say somebody posts a smart-ass thing mm-hmm. on something that I post. Like, mm-hmm. oh, like, you're still fucking doing this? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I guess I am. Like, yeah. that one negative post, for some reason, would outweigh the, like, 50 positive Oh, words. sure. Yeah. And it's so weird to, like, take that kind of shit to heart. Right. Or so easy to. Yeah. Uh, because, like, it's like... You can obsess over like, why doesn't this one asshole that I don't even <laughs> like anyways, yeah. they, I'm not going to convince. It's like trying to convince like a, like a religious person that they're mm-hmm. a little crazy sometimes. Right, right. It's like, you're not going to win this argument. Right. It's useless Yeah, to try, or like somebody is like, oh, like, uh, that band sucks. And yeah. then you're like, what do you mean? Like, you gotta, you're just, you just don't get it, bro. Yeah, like, you yeah, can't yeah. be that person. If right. they don't
1: like something, they're not going to like right. it. Do you think that stemmed? It might, at least, it is for me. But do you think that stemmed in a bit of uh, like "fuck you, I'll show you" kind of attitude? Yeah, yeah, I definitely have a lot of "fuck you" in me. Yeah. yeah. Because I feel like,
0: as time goes on, and like, because I've pretty much always had like a really good work ethic when it comes to doing stuff. Mm-hmm. I've always been like totally DIY, produce mm-hmm. it myself, put it out myself. Play a ton of shows, and there's always been like that negativity, Mm -hmm. and it's like I'm doing this because I'm like doing it, and I don't give a shit about like if you say I can't do it. Mm -hmm. And I think there is part of me that wants to just still do it to be like I'm still doing it. Yeah. But then there's that other part of me. It's like and I'm still nowhere.
2: (laughs) Right. right. Yeah. But yeah.
0: I mean, I'm happy. Yeah. You enjoy
1: doing those things. Yeah. So I mean,
0: trust me. Like, there's. I think that it's pretty obvious, like, over, over a certain period of time, it's like, if you're still doing it. It's mm-hmm. obviously yeah. because it's is what you like doing.
1: Right. And that's fine. That should be fine. You shouldn't need their approval. Yeah. Advice. And
0: there's another weird thing, too, I think, with being a musician and what... Or doing anything creative and, like, what you consider to be successful.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know? Like, yeah. for some people, it's like, oh, you know, my movie isn't being screened in like a big theater or I'm not on tour or, you know, I don't Mm. have a fucking article about me in pitchfork or this or that. So I'm not successful. Right. And it's really easy to overlook like the positive things that you do have and the Mm. people that do support you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what, why that is. I try to like really appreciate it. Yeah. Like I played a show on Saturday and there was like a kid up front who I've known for a long time. And he's, like, saying all the words in my face yeah, and totally just, like, getting into it. And it's, like, fuck. Like, it's so awesome that there's one person. That's it's like really that. easy totally. to be, like, fuck, I wish there was, you know,
1: a crowd 20 of more people. of you. <laughs> yeah.
0: But it's, like, if you could make one person do something, why can't you make 100 people do something?
2: Yeah.
0: It's just a matter of, like, exposing. Mm-hmm getting your reach out there is what they keep pushing you know right
1: which is then back to what we were talking about like okay I have this product and I can make someone feel these things too yeah it's not impossible yeah right it's not impossible right that's always kind of the attitude I've tried to take to it too it's like it's not impossible like I know that it's small it's percentage of people who do well in that category like getting to a larger audience is small but that to me whenever someone has said like you know oh well you know the the it's the cream of the crop or like you know it's very very small percentage of musicians who end up like making it or whatever sure. that means it's like well all that means to me is that it's possible to get there not that i can't get there it just means i have to work really hard yeah you know, eventually i can get there it's just a matter of time really i think yeah um, i hope that's true <laughs> i think that's true that's my theory yeah anyway.
0: it's hard I, I i just don't i don't it's some some days you know it's like uh, fuck it, I'm doing it because I like doing it. But right. it's also really hard to go back to, like, why is nobody listening? It's, right,
2: yeah. Right. You
0: know, like, w- what what step am I missing? Right. You know? I'd say everything is, like, I'll have, like, a, a really well-produced music. Like, mm-hmm. it's a good song. It's put out. i like everything, it's, like, a really solid package. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you can see some, like, weird youtube sensation thing that's bullshit video bullshit song but yeah. somehow it clicks yeah and it's like well am i just crazy it's kind of like uh, a <laughs> fucking uh will ferrell in zoolander mm-hmm. it's like am i taking crazy pills <laughs> yeah yeah it's like that sort of feeling yeah or it's just like you have no control over what how what what the culture consumes right You know, I sometimes...
1: Like, what's generally relatable, I guess. You
0: know, I sometimes worry... I'll run into this, too, with a lot of people who Mm -hmm. I know. Like, again, like, oh, you're still doing the Sykes thing. It's Mm like, I've been doing this for a while Mm -hmm. in Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. And I've known a lot of the same people. And a lot of people do know who I am and what I do. But it's kind of like... The thing It's like, I've been doing this for so long now Mm -hmm. that people don't necessarily... Go out of their way to support it. It's just like, oh, like he's doing his thing, right. and it's still there. But like, whatever, he's been doing that for a hmm. while. He's gonna keep doing it.
2: Yeah,
0: and it's like, I still need your help. Right. Like, if, if like right. if like we're homies, like share some shit or yeah. like, yeah, help me out. And it's so easy. One too. less BuzzFeed article share. It's just so easy just, to hit the share button. Yeah, just, just fucking like... help me out. <laughs> yeah. And I mean that's the you can't like be like fucking like, oh share my shit, share my
1: shit. You don't wanna be that guy. Right. But But At the same time you're like, ah just a share would be nice, maybe. Yeah. (sighs) It's such a
0: bummer, especially when you start getting into of the, like, conspiracy theory, Facebook suppressing <laughs> certain yeah, posts right. from certain sites at certain sure. times of the day, demographics, yeah, who sees yeah. what, your area code range. Plus like, algorithms. Yeah, and it's, yeah. I think that legitimately, if everybody, if you were able to see everything that everybody on your Facebook wall posted all the time, mm-hmm. if everybody was able to see that, Facebook would break down.
2: Yeah, right.
0: I think that the algorithms aren't necessarily set up in a malicious way to, yeah. like, Like, oh, because we don't want people sharing YouTube links because Google owns YouTube or Facebook. I don't think it's so much that. It's more or less like, look, if we're going to keep this free and running on everybody's fucking thousands of devices at all times, it needs to be – everybody needs to be put into a bubble that they're not aware of. Right, right. Because it's just – it makes – I mean, it's – however, that I don't know enough about how, like, networking and Internet stuff works, but – I know enough that that makes sense. Yeah,
1: right. There has to be structure, for sure. Because
0: everybody is posting stuff constantly. Yeah. And everybody has, like, you know, what, like, it's not uncommon for, like, somebody to have, like, at least, like, three or four hundred Facebook friends. Yeah. And that's, like, outrageous. Like, I have, like, 2,000 Facebook friends. It's like, I don't fucking know 2,000 people. (laughs) Are you serious? Right. No way. I was, uh, we're doing, like, a music listening session thing. I think Mm. I might have invited you to it on Facebook. On Possibly. Thursday. Yeah, okay. Um, I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to go through my friends list, and I'll just click the people who I know that live in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a couple extra minutes. I'll do this. Yeah. That, like, like music. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, yeah, I know that guy. I know that guy. I know that guy. And it was, like, a hundred like, over a hundred people that I would clicked on. I was like, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, I don't know a hundred people, mm-hmm. but I guess I do. Yeah. And that's like, fuck. i'm I'm happy if i get five people to come to a show right but i know so many fucking people but yeah back to facebook not working because Mm. of that so it's hard you need to go out and hey i'm doing things so i've been like really trying to socialize more yeah physical
1: presence is important yeah i'm pretty sure yeah 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 Yeah, because if you're not in their mind just i mean that's what it needs Mm -hmm. to be it needs to be a genuine sort of like yeah, I need presence. to like
0: go out to, I I mean, I, the thing that sucks right now is that I'm always doing so much stuff and I work a full-time job mm-hmm. and in order for me to still do creative stuff and work a full-time job, it really cuts into being able to go see my friends play a show yeah. or just go to a random show just to be there and meet new people. Mm-hmm. I like see like and hear like about all these different little local artists whoa this sounds awesome i want to check them out but i can never make the time to because mm. i'm just trying to do my own shit
2: right
1: God, I can't wait to get
0: these albums out
1: yeah so i yeah. can just
0: like walk around with some demos and, you know again. just be yeah. like all
1: right
2: check
0: check it out yeah doing a thing yeah yeah this is it we're people right in person let's talk yeah and that was like one of the huge reasons why i started this podcast was mm. because i was noticed i was like surprisingly bad at talking to people Hmm.
1: do you think it's helped you then totally yeah
0: 100 percent. yeah that's great yeah i did a i did a podcast with someone and i just like man this is weird yeah. I, I shouldn't be this uncomfortable talking to people mm. given what i'm trying to do connect with. With <laughs> yeah yeah right yeah you,
1: like connect through music you should be able to connect with your words yeah yeah
0: So, it's cool, you know? I mean, like, fuck, like, talking about knowing people, you are... This is the 55th episode Mm -hmm. with... So, that's 55 plus people because sometimes, like, episodes are full bands. Right. So, it's... And they're all people that I know. Like, these are people who, like, I interact with on, like... Not necessarily, like, like, we hang out all the time, but Mm -hmm. it's definitely more than just, like, a, like, share. Like, people who Mm -hmm. I know things about and I've gotten to know more through this sort of format yeah and it's really cool yeah to like for that to add up and yeah, realize totally. like, how big your stretch is you know people yeah. a lot of people think that pittsburgh's a small city and it is mm-hmm. but it's also a, a very very big city there's mm-hmm. a lot more going on around us than yeah, anybody fucking realizes that. you have to look for it i, I went to um like a local music video showcase mm-hmm. um And I remember seeing it on Facebook. I was like, this sounds cool. Mm -hmm. I looked at the guest list of people that were attending. I didn't have one mutual friend in the guest list. And there was like, you know, like a hundred guests. I was like, I don't know any of these fucking people. I'm going to go check this out. And I went and I watched two hours of local music videos. And I had heard of maybe two of the artists. Yeah. And it was all good stuff. Like well-produced music, interesting videos. Mm -hmm. Who the fuck are these people? Where is this? Yeah. It's so easy to get stuck inside your little bubble mm-hmm. inside of Pittsburgh. Right. Because it, I don't, I don't know. I guess that's just a thing with life. Like, you know. Yeah. As Click you get older. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. you get into routines and I'm definitely a creature of habit. Mm-hmm. Like 100%. Yeah. Yeah. But that was really, really cool and super inspiring mm-hmm. just to see like there's so much going on and I wish that I need to get more into it. Mm. Mm-hmm get out there
1: more yeah yeah i've been trying to do that a little bit more too like uh just not be so um just like assume that if i if i'm not talking to someone like if i'm not being social that that means like that they don't want to be social back or something you know like in order to make the connection you have to do the reaching out yeah usually you know uh yeah <sighs> And, like, when you don't do that, like, if you don't touch, I forget what, uh where did I hear this quote? Something like, if you don't touch someone, then nothing happens. Sure. It's like, yeah, that's so fucking obvious. So yeah. So, like, if I just stay in my attic and make music all day, yeah, I'll be really, really antisocial, you Yeah, you, you, you definitely
0: know? need to, like, make the move. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of like, you know, like, trying to pick up a partner or something right. stupid like that. Well, like, so,
1: like, if you ever hear another person's side of it, too, like, if you ever, um, You've probably done this with a friend or something like you know what what was your first impression of me kind of a thing like what did you think the first time and a lot of times what I'll get uh, is like oh I thought you were kind of like standoffish sure you know didn't really want to talk I've gotten that a lot and it's like oh man I didn't even realize that like I am that way but I guess I am sometimes it's like okay I guess I need to change that I need to be more like I'm (laughs) I I want to have a conversation with you you know my
0: problem is I've gotten better at talking to people but I'm still always thinking yeah so sure. if i'm out in public and nobody talks to me for 20 seconds mm-hmm. i'm immediately off into like okay like so the labels for the record need to go to date <laughs> right it. right and um yeah i gotta make sure i get this you get like him. the like, over like, your I started, eyes. Like, and i start yeah. like thinking about all this shit that i gotta do and i'm just yeah. zoning out and sometimes i'm thinking about some stressful shit and i'm right. just kind of like I might have this real this like, <laughs> look scowl, on my face yeah, i'm just yeah. like <laughs> But I'm just zoning out thinking because my yeah. brain is constantly working. Right. I have this sort of like, you ever have that, uh, oh shit moment when like you forgot to do something and then you remember it. Mm-hmm. That's like me once an hour. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: it's constantly, oh yeah, that thing. Yeah. And then I'm in the middle of doing that and I'm like, oh shit, that thing I was originally doing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like while like, you're talking to someone that's happening in your mm-hmm. head. Yeah. Totally.
0: I, uh, but back to what you were talking about. Hmm. I have a, a couple friends who I interact with on social media mm-hmm. heavily, mm-hmm. heavily, and I, s- I saw him at a show, mm-hmm. and uh, it was, like, always kind of, like, awkward when I see him in person. Mm-hmm. It's like, we don't talk much, and it's kind of like, hey, hey, da 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 And the one girl afterwards, like, after I would left the show, mm-hmm. was like, Sorry that, like, we didn't talk much. We're just kind of, like, awkward people. And it's like, I get it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, we're cool. We're yeah. friends. Yeah, like, yeah, let's, yeah. let's get over it. We've, right. like, been around each other enough times. That, it's like, so imaginary. But I, I totally, it is. It's ama- super imaginary. But yeah. I understand because I've been in that position. Yeah, I, yeah, I
1: understand what it's like. I, know, I don't know the sensations. I just think it's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
0: I mean, too, like, in the, they're younger. I think they're, like, in their early 20s, you know? It's right. Like, I'm turning 30 this year. Right. So it's like... When I was that age, I get it, I was there, yeah, but I've had yeah, yeah. this sort of yeah. evolution of, yeah. it's taken me, I wish I had this spirit when
1: I was fucking 21. Oh, me too. I totally agree. Fuck. Yeah, I didn't start becoming more extroverted until, um, I actually attribute some of that to my leaving of Christianity. Of really? Leaving religion. Yeah. Uh, just sort of, that whole process was like a real uh, like software update for my brain. Huh like just change the way i behave in a lot of situations that makes sense yeah it's just uh i started seeing my brain as something that's more well when you view it as a material object instead of thinking that there's a soul that's also like <laughs> i don't know when it, i feel like when you think that there's a soul at least in my experience when i thought there was a soul there's it, it's so much more ambiguous and it's like how do you fix your soul well you don't really know what it is but once you understand like your brain is plastic which like it i mean you can change it 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 yeah. the shapes change the more you do something. Um, you can literally like change the pathways in your brain. Uh, once you understand it's more material, it's like, oh, there are steps I can take to make the reactions in my brain change so that I can be a different person. Yeah, it's like, okay, I don't like A, B, and C about me. What are the ways that I can why I can do that? And so it just sort of like opened up a much more pragmatic way of doing things, uh-huh. and I slowly became less introverted and more extroverted because of it because it's like sure. I just don't want to be that kind of person and now I can understand how to do it yeah
0: yeah fuck.
1: it's crazy I feel you yeah. I wish
0: I would have figured it I just I didn't have a super tight um, relationship with my parents growing up yeah um, I had no brothers or sisters okay just kind of like not left not, not thrown to the wolves or anything but yeah. just kind of like do your thing right you know I could kind of like just do whatever I wanted yeah which usually just ended up being me like playing video games and just being really right awkward right but still <laughs> I was growing up at a time when there wasn't social media so yeah. it was still like had to like talk to friends in school and mm-hmm. like, still had to go to the store to like find the cd that I wanted and I could like tell my friends about it and yeah, it was still like yeah. interactions and talking wasn't weird right so that's another thing that is like a huge disconnect for me now Whenever I'm meeting people who are younger, who mm-hmm. are 18, 19, 20, 21, mm-hmm. because they've had, like, the internet in their pocket pretty much, you know, right. throughout their entire right. school schooling experience. Mm-hmm. And, like, friendships and connections in general are comp- so different for somebody. Yeah. Even though it's, like, ten years isn't that that big of a gap. But a
1: lot has happened. So much yeah. has fucking happened. Yeah, totally. With
0: technology. It's... Yeah. Insane. It's gone so fast. Yeah. You know, I didn't have a cell phone until I graduated high school. Oh, yeah. No, I I had stayed for
1: it for a long time for no good reason. I just, like, didn't do it. I didn't have a cell phone. I think I bought an iPhone. This – actually, this is my first iPhone. I'm pretty sure. Like, an actual, like, with service plan. Yeah. I didn't have a phone phone, like, just Uh in general until I was, uh, like, 24 or something. Okay. 23 or 24. I I would just use – to the annoyance of, like, all of my friends, I would have an iPod with uh, an app that I could do, like, text messaging on it, like, gave me, like, a phone number in air quotes. Yeah. Uh, and it would work in Wi-Fi areas. But, <laughs> I, didn't want, I didn't like the idea of, like, a contract and a plan and all that shit. Uh-huh. So I just, like, avoided having that whole thing. And then once, uh, also, once my, like, philosophy of life changed, I was like, okay, I don't want to be the introverted person that, like, abstains all change because of no good reason
0: was there anything that really kind of kick-started that change
1: um or was it
0: just like a slow burn
1: it's uh well there was there was a moment of crisis like in my 20s there my 20s when i was 20 uh i had a like a existential crisis that okay. was very like a very potent moment um but there wasn't anything that was like uh, like, some nothing, like, happened and then I, my mind changed. It was just, like, I kept thinking about it over time and then eventually just, like, kind of exploded into this, like, sure. mental collapse or whatever. You okay. Know? It was much like, like, some sort of, like, a uh, panic attack or something Fuck. like that. Um, it was pretty intense. I remember I was, like, driving to my friend's house and I, like, just broke down um, because I'd grown up with this set of reality, like, you know, yeah, there's a supernatural dimension, and you know I Jesus that. and God, like yeah. the the whole like very very conservative Christian. Like I was sold on the whole thing, and then once I finally admitted to myself that I don't think that's real, that was just like my brain just like fell apart uh, for a while, and like I didn't think like try to like actively think about those thoughts again for like a couple of years. Fuck. I was just afraid of it because my anxiety was through the roof, and. uh it wasn't until uh, I moved to Pittsburgh and realized that like the people that I was becoming friends with were all like more liberal and more like informed about things, like had opinions, and yeah. I didn't have any opinions. I was just like, oh, I haven't, I haven't been thinking for like a couple of years because I've been afraid to because of weird because of that like. What brought you to Pittsburgh? Um, I just had to get the fuck out of Michigan. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I was I was so I was so anxious to get out of the suburbs uh, that it was just like a uh, anywhere that had like some f- base level friends group. So my brother Jonathan went to Moody Bible Institute in Chicago. Okay, and so there were people in Pittsburgh that he knew that were living there, and he wanted to get out too. So we we're just like, yeah, we knew a couple people there. Let's go. So we just we just up and left, and we knew that the film industry was a little bit better here too. So that, that helps a little bit with our careers. But, yeah, I just had to I had to get out of the suburbs of Michigan. It was Metro Detroit, so it's like the, a, any part of suburbs that you think of is what that is. Like, yeah. if like it's cookie-cutter suburbs, huh. and uh, I just couldn't. My brain doesn't operate sure. well in those circumstances. Sure. How long so, have you been here now? Uh, it'll be... Uh, it was four years in March. Cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cool.
1: Yeah, it's been great. But, yeah, so anyways, once... Uh, once i realized i didn't have any opinions then i started thinking again and building myself back up Is sort of then i was like okay now i'm an agnostic and then i was like okay now i'm an atheist you know <laughs> so, uh, so yeah that that uh, but yeah that was, that was a very interesting experience sure you know? i would imagine Ch- so changed the way i think about pretty much everything yeah you know? and actually that's what the last um, last track of the album is about okay. it's just like not knowing how to relate to a lot of the people that I grew up with because I don't talk to many of those people anymore it's just sort of like I have some friends I'm still close to but uh, for the most part it's there's this like huge separation of just we don't agree on what reality is so I don't even know how to approach topics that aren't superficial anymore you know so yeah it's really
0: interesting how people grow apart Um, (laughs) yeah um, for me I don't talk to anybody that I grew up with as well, but mm-hmm. for different reasons. Yeah. I was not brought up religious at all. Nobody mm-hmm. in my family, like, nobody in my family gave a shit. Yeah. So, like, that it's that whole concept of sh- The concept of family in general to me is so yeah. foreign. Yeah. Just from, like,
1: how, like... Fa- are you from here? Yeah, is I am from your here. Your family's yeah. here, too? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. But it's just very disconnected. Yeah. Very disconnected people. Yeah. Like, my parents were super young when they had me. Yeah. And it like didn't stop them from being super young. Yeah. So I was just kind of around, Like yeah. something like that. Yeah. I'm fine. Mhm. <laughs> right. Like, was not right. like neglected or anything? Right, but right. it was just kind of like a very passive yeah, childhood.
2: Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: um so but it's weird how people grow apart. Yeah. And as people get older, the sort of uh the routines that they fall into in their uh like their who they are as people, yeah. And I, I, it's I don't have any friends from when I was younger mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah, it's, it's for, like for different cut off reasons. Was like
1: I have like one person from high school that I still talk to. Yeah, I think that's it. I really think that's it. Man, that's crazy.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. I have one high school friend that I still talk to too, and it's in high school we really weren't even that tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like for for some reason we just still yeah over the years it was yeah. like. I feel like we stayed the same. Right. Yeah. I feel like I don't feel like I'm much more different than who I was in high school, which might be a good or bad thing. Mm-hmm. Aside from being able to talk to people more, right, right. and support myself, yeah, still yeah. like the same shit. Like, yeah. Sure. I'm like. I've grown in some ways. Like, I've gone from just having posters on my bedroom walls to having posters and poster frames. Because that's what the adult <laughs> yeah, does. Right, he right, He frames right, his right, posters, right, right, you know? Right, right, Doesn't so just put them up with fucking pins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how I've grown up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah. From from thumbtacks to poster frames. Yeah. That, that'll be my <laughs> yeah. autobiography. Yeah, yeah. That's a great, uh, <laughs> that's a
1: great, like subtitle underneath that. Yeah. Yeah. Brian Howe. <laughs> from from <Thumbtons. laughs>
0: <laughs> shit. So well I think we could probably wrap up. Yeah, word. we're yeah, we're doing pretty good here. Yeah. So uh thanks for coming over. Yeah man, thanks for having me. And uh we're gonna work on some hip hop. Yeah, dude, let's make a track. That'd be great. I actually I need to introduce you to my friend Josh mm-hmm. who is doing like hip hop dream pop stuff okay sweet that'd be um, awesome yeah That's I right think that mind. like the two of you with that cause he produces all of his own beats and stuff too okay, cool. and I'm like helping him with his album that like be helping him record and write stuff cause like if we can well, I'm gonna turn this off Yeah. Josh yeah. if you're listening we're, I'm, I'm gonna get you hooked up with a good dude Yeah. alright yeah, well cool. yeah thanks for all coming right, over yeah for sure <laughs> and we're- and and that is all folks thanks so much for listening hope you enjoyed the conversation paul is a really cool dude big shout outs again to justin nixon for linking us up i'm really g- glad to have met him it's like i said in the conversation it's really rare to find uh, other electronic musicians and producers in the city that are into doing like so- anything outside of like uh, EDM or hip hop, like other weird stuff. I don't come across them very often and great, great to meet somebody. So yeah. Um, that's all I really have for this week. Uh, come back again for another episode next week. Same time, same place, same channel. I am Sykes. Start the beat. 2015. Woo. Woo. Thanks for listening.